welcome to the FTS Podcast, Friends Talking Shop. We're here with you with episode 17, ready to go. I'm your host, Dave. And as always, I have my two co-hosts. I would not do this podcast with anyone else. So I don't even know why ah, I do this, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it. That's I'll sweet. You. I know. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe a few other. A handful. Very few. Under 20. Um, other co-host <laughs> that's with me is Josh. How are you doing? Today? I'm doing I'm doing all right. I see you're still in a good mood from the wedding. I am. So I that seems about to be that. carrying over. Yeah, I'm doing well. Good fourth. Fun it's weekend. Good. So it's good. good to be good to be back. But you know, got all fing- Kept all your fingers. No firework. It. I'm not. See, I'm not that guy. I don't. I don't like. This is a. This is a big pet peeve of mine. I don't like Bobo fireworks. I don't like the rogue fireworks. The off the shelf fireworks. They're not that good. None of them are that good. And when we go and watch the fireworks on the beach, there's always some schmucks just lighting <laughs> off rogue fireworks. And I'm like, I'm just thinking, for for what? What, what these these ones in front of you that that the whole township is putting on is it, or the county's putting on aren't good enough for you? I mean, what what are you gonna do that's better than that? Uh, all right, that's a lot to unpack there. But first, let me introduce. Sorry, that wasn't even host, a topic. That wasn't even host, a topic. I got carried ooh, away. It was a good cover because Omar once again had <laughs> walked off camera. Is now back. Uh, but our third host is Omar. Omar, how are you doing today? I'm almost flooded. There was a torrential tropical rainstorm where I live. Oh, no. Oh, no. On an undisclosed island. I live next to Dick Cheney. Um, <laughs> but um, there, there, there are mosquitoes now, so I momentarily got up on my desk. But David has a has a little camera on my computer that he watches everything I do. So if I, I leave my desk for even a second to get a mosquito spray, he knows. So thank well, you, David. For pointing that out, I installed it once. I knew you were walking around naked around your place. I thought it'd be good, uh, good ah. viewing, good blackmail, maybe. I found Hopefully. it was less less than what I thought. I, I I'm not as interested anymore. Is that well, is that the, are you I'm using a grower, not, I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> well, well, very 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 cool pool. Very cool pool. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> it's point the camera. <laughs> There's our first Seinfeld reference to this podcast. That's right. That's right. Well, let's get the uh, pleasantry out of the way here. Um, first, we have an email address if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, the mailbag is – it's still a lot of slots open for you to send an email. Um, it's it, We'll get right to it, I promise you. Uh, our email address <laughs> is friends at fts.media, and we'd love to hear from you a response to our topics, a new topic you'd like us to talk about. We'll, we'll do whatever. Uh, uh, a, invoice you want to send us just use the email address so we know that you're listening and we do not hire interns by the way we're the ones actually reading it that's right that's right yeah. we will i have it set so it'll wake me up in the middle of the night if we get an email from we've that. made a concerted effort we are not going to outsource our email replies all right if, if well, there's anyone um who has any bots that wants to send questions to us too we <laughs> gladly welcome questions from fair bots. game Russian or yeah. otherwise spam yes. Bots, yeah, phishing attempts, yeah, all of it. All of it. Um, so what do we do on this podcast? Well, I'll explain it to you. We three come together and bring up topics, uh, and they're usually nonsense topics, but maybe sometimes we want to be more um, serious about it. Um, I'm looking at you, Omar. Um, and so <laughs> we'll feel free to bring up with a topic that we haven't rehearsed and talked about ahead of time, and uh, we try to solve that problem and uh, try and get three topics in, sometimes more, uh, in an episode. So uh, just to come back then to the first thing you brought up is fireworks. I do actually find this interesting. I also do not understand the fascination of going to a fireworks place, I don't know, spending hundreds of dollars on something that just sort of shoots up. And yeah. Were you, ever, were you, were you ever into them? I where I grew up, they would shoot fireworks over Lake Michigan and you'd sit on the rocks and it was right by the lake. And so the whole experience was kind of fun, but they were lame. Do, do you guys have adult friends who <laughs> actually, the adults actually who do enjoy the fireworks? No, I, I like fireworks. I think you, you misunderstood. Don't. I like fireworks. I love fireworks as a matter of fact, but I don't like Bobo fireworks. I don't like people who buy them on Bobo? the. Is it a Howard Stern reference? What no, no, no. That's just like they're 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 uh, poor man's fireworks. They're junky. They're the crap. Wait, wait, wait. You... David, I don't believe you can say those terms to get today. Poor man's <laughs> fireworks. 
<laughs> that is. They're, you like the one percent fireworks. Yeah. Nice they're the job. fireworks you buy on the side of the, the road. Fireworks of the, they're the fireworks of the people. The fireworks <laughs> of the people. Exactly. Yes. The, I don't like the fireworks that aren't commercial fireworks that are not put on commercially by experienced trained professionals. Like your but, Jason Pierre Paul fireworks. I don't go for. You're those. against basically like the Anne Rand of, of fireworks. Like the. <laughs> The, yeah, you know, I don't even know what that reference means. Libertarian that fireworks. They, do we do it on our own? We have our own batch of trash can full of rockets and um, trailblazers or whatever the other terms yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. They're silly. They're, they're not, they're not good. You, have, wait, wait. But wasn't it you who literally lit up, almost blew up a building in college with fireworks? No. I no, thought that, you were in the room. I, well, I got arrested for something similar. In but, your uh, dorm room? <laughs> I wasn't in a dorm fireworks. room. Yeah, I did do a fire. Yeah, I lit a fire. I went a uh, Roman candle down a hallway. Exactly. We talked Thank about you. that. Yeah, that was me. That's different. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's hilarious. That's not that's not meant to entertain in the sky like real fireworks. So you're a barbell. I love the commercial. I like shooting in people's rooms. The in between, take it out. The that's- the humorous fireworks, I'm all for. You yeah. want to put them in a trash can and where someone's sleeping and light them off next to them? Great. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Well, I got to ask you, is Bobo a generic term for like Bobo yeah, I mean, I cooking? Bobo, so you never Bobo. heard that? So like, you know, the first, no. th- the first time I ever heard that, I, I, play, I, I played, I played, I'll tell you what it was. I, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I, I played a men's hockey league and, and we had uh, um, not made the playoffs. We uh, have to finish in the top four uh, of your division to make the playoffs. And we didn't make the playoffs. And then the, uh, the captain said, oh, we have a p- first playoff game. Next week, I'm like, but we didn't finish top four. They go, he goes, no, they're the Bobo playoffs. In other words, they're the junk that doesn't really count for anything. It doesn't. It's not the real thing. It's the. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. So, so who, so who told you this again? Uh, the, the captain of our hockey team. He said. Uh, yeah. Who, the, by the way, David, just the, the Bobo let, playoffs. The, the, the captain of Josh's hockey league team has <laughs> 17 followers on TikTok and I think uh, 97 followers on Instagram. Yeah. So he is a voice to be heard. <laughs> no, but it, I think it might be a, a uh, Philadelphia thing. Uh, it might be because everyone else had heard of it. I was the only one who went, what does that mean? What are you talking about? And I love the term. I think it's hilarious, but it's. Uh, okay. I'm curious the origin of it. You might be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Very don't know. offensive. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. And if it is, I sincerely apologize. I don't mean it that way, but that's, uh, that's what I, that's what I've always heard. So it's something that means the not real thing, but yet yeah. it's, it's, it's the phony substitute. It's well, the guy that, you know, puts the firework in the middle of the street and then lights it and they all run like crazy. I, I find that to be, yeah, it's like something to do. I, maybe I get that five minutes like, yeah, but usually it's, Someone's got a whole box of them, and we got to like go through them all. Like, can we just start with the big red dragon one and just get over it? And uh, the other aspect of this is, is my my dog hates fireworks, and so like when the fireworks are done and we come back from the beach, which is a great time, we come back from the beach and then we're back at the house. Then there's always these third party rogue fireworks that go off that people are lighting in the yards, and my dog goes ape shit, and it's like <laughs> stop, stop doing it, and they do it, you know well into the morning i mean it's crazy it's 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 all night yeah yeah i'm not a fan no not uh, a fan if it's if it's to music more of a fan like uh, i think that that i can get behind and have you ever sent, done that like bon jovi yeah. like what are you talking about the music like what laser floyd <laughs> like <laughs> well the star spangled banner and they do it you know that's they time cool. it perfectly cool, yeah. with the fireworks haven't you ever that's seen neat. that yeah i have seen that yeah yeah I like, like that. disney does that you go to disney and they put on an unbelievable yes. fireworks dis- display with with music and yeah, there's some awesome ones, but I was saying actually to, to my, to my wife on, on the beach when we we're watching the fires, I'm like, you know, I love fireworks and these are great, but they really haven't advanced at all over the years. It's really the same fireworks. And all you're doing is waiting for the finale, which is the rapid fire where it's right. like, Oh, this is great. You know, it's the finale. But what about like if a firework went up and it like said something in the air or like it was a picture in the air, it blew up into now. a picture. What? Like, if it said you should leave now, why is everyone still here? <laughs> no, that would be more disturbing. Everyone would be like, oh, my God, who put that up? It would be yeah. like pandemonium. Yeah. I remember I was, in, um, I was in Europe one summer and at a pool, and a beautiful pool in Italy, um, at the hotel that we sneaked into. And my friends were inside the pool, 
And I'm like, I'm going to go and jump over them and do a, a cannonball in the pool, right? And scare them. And so yeah. I jumped over them. It's a crowded pool. It was like it's July or August in Italy or whatever. And as I jump in the pool, as I'm landing in the water, for some reason, I decided to yell the word Allahu Akbar. I'm not sure what? why. What? I, I swear. What year swear, was this? Was this, this post like, 2011? This my friend I mean, 2001, 9/11. Yes, dude. This is like this is like probably three or four years ago. <laughs> Are you and nuts? I swear. And the minute, the minute I got underwater, I'm like, oh my god. I get yeah. up, what's up with water? What and run? <laughs> yeah, because a brown guy just ran and, and yeah. screamed Allah Akbar. But when I said it, I didn't realize it. And I'm like, I got oh, up, I god. got out of the pool, and I'm like, I'm I'm treading water. I'm like, I'm an American. I'm sorry, I'm an American. I was like, I'm so bad. I'm so sorry. Can I ask something else? Were you wearing a life vest? Because that could have looked weird too. <laughs> no. <laughs> a suicide no. cannonballer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Death to Martyrs. That'd have been better. Yeah. Get good it done call. that one. Yeah. Well good call on that one, Omar. I agree with the fireworks. Well, let's do our topics. You ready? I have a quick one since we kind of hit the do fireworks. It. And uh, I just want to give you an update on the wedding of my daughter. Yes. Uh, we had our wedding and it went really great. And I was thinking to myself as it was going on, of all the traditions that we bring to weddings, and your weddings traditions might be very different than than ours. I just I didn't think but, you know, there are some that we bring through that I thought, you know, if we were to reimagine a wedding, what what we really want, and we have all these people, a family here, we hardly get to see them. I, I realize the photographer runs the day. Like, it, we oh, get yeah. up, we, makeup starts at 8 in the morning because you got to be ready for pictures. Everyone gets changed. We're waiting. And it really, it's it's really, it's a photographer's holiday. I mean, it's 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 really, they're running the show. And everything we do, the even the dress it's so uncomfortable, but you know, it's you gotta get nice for the pictures. So I was thinking, you know, if you could reimagine what you really want on your wedding day of you know spending time with people, celebrating, you know, eating, drinking, you know, doing all the fun things without all the baggage, um, that it could be so much better. And I just wanna realize that actually we had done some of those things. So I wanted to list off to with you a few things that we didn't do at the wedding. Okay. See if if you uh, agree or disagree, if there um, should be should be had. Okay. Can I also ask, but before you do that, so are you uh, advocating for not having the hours of photos prior to the event, or you still want to do that? Well, uh, my wife and I were talking about that because you you know when you're done, what you're left with are the pictures, right? And most of the time, if you think about your pictures on your phone. Like at the moment you take it, you're like, I need this. And rarely do you go back to them, right? <laughs> I, like it, it may be, it's rare that you do. But these are pictures you actually probably do, right? It's someone else. 100%. Say, Absolutely. For the record, every picture I've had done with Josh and David is on my wall. <laughs> well, <laughs> how, many, how many are those? About uh, Th- 37. Thousands. <laughs> 37 well, uniques. It's like that. Uh, it's like one of those crime thrillers where you go to their house and then you see it on the wall. You're like, holy shit, this guy. Sorry, is- <laughs> yeah, yarn, yarn <laughs> across. Some, right, exactly. Yeah. Push pins. <laughs> yes, push pins yeah, are. Yeah. Hopefully not in our eyes. Um, yeah, so I, I, I do think the photograph, photography is is important, but I just I realized, wow, it it, it really is. There's wedding and there's photography, and they're and they're they have an equal amount of significance for that day. Um, I was just struck with. But all right, so let me give you a few things that we we didn't okay. do until. Oh, wait, wait, we did, for, for the record, uh, can I please point the obvious out to at least to me? The audience may not know this, but I'm not sure why Josh is even involved in this conversation besides his own wedding. Um, he's never even been to a wedding, so I don't know what what what, what? Why Josh. I don't know why you're incredible. I've been to like uh, 90 weddings. I've been to okay. a ton of weddings, a ton no. of weddings. I bet you probably you both probably have stood. And I know you've officiated a number, Omar, right? So you said you married a few people. Of course. Of course. Omar, uh, Josh, you probably stood in probably over ten weddings, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I've I've been in a, a handful of weddings. Yeah, I don't know if it's ten, but I have been in a handful of weddings. And I have heard one of your speeches. Uh, I think you shared. Was that a wedding that you did a speech? You showed me that. Which one uh, was you it? Killed which it. one? Yeah, I I don't know which one it was, but uh, you. Well, you that's were the born, one thing I, You were born to do weddings. Thank oh, you. I appreciate yeah. that. That's clearly. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's a, thank you, Omar. 
Um, so even when I'm not in a wedding, I insist on <laughs> doing the speech. <laughs> so it might have been my buddy Jason's wedding. I was not in his wedding party, but I told him I'm doing a speech at your wedding. And he uh, I had to bargain him down to the rehearsal dinner. So I was able to do a speech on Mike at the rehearsal dinner, which killed. And we got it on tape. It's yeah, on YouTube. I, is it? Yeah, that's how I think yeah. I saw it. It's, it's yeah. very, very funny. I haven't seen Thank it. David, how, how, wait, wait, David, how did you stumble up? Was, was this when you were interviewing Josh? Like, how did yeah, you when did I show you that? Josh is, I've never, I've never seen it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll send what it to you, Omar. I'll send what it is this you. YouTube you speak of? This? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask how I knew about the story. And I just wanted to share with you, Omar. I don't know if you spend time with Josh and eat dinner with him. He will very subtly share stories with you <laughs> about everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of sharing stories, you got to hear this story. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have podcasts for just that very purpose. Right. <laughs> um, all right, so ready for the list? Yes, let's Actually, do it. I should have wrote this. Are down. we commenting on each one of these? Well, you can, uh, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down in terms of, or if you want to comment. These are things that we didn't do. Now, didn't this is do. a okay. American, uh, Scandinavian focused wedding, so I, you might be like, you know, anyway. All right. well, we, we didn't throw. We didn't throw <laughs> white people. Yes, it was a white yeah. wedding. Very white. It was, a K, was it at the KKK? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what? Scandinavian. I don't know the way he said that. Well, I I, I was trying to think, I was trying to be polite, but I, yes, it's a very white wedding. Um, like Billy Idol. Or yes, Billy, yeah. but you know, in movies and stuff you can appreciate. So we didn't throw the bouquet. Okay, I have no problems with that. That seems Did, to be typical of most weddings. Now, was it planned to throw the bouquet or where it was like, no, we're not doing this? Well, there are a few things, some traditions we just were, uh, daughter was very against. And so I think She's she would have said, that. absolutely not. We're not doing that. Just no. Okay. No what discussion. was her, did she give you rationale for it? Or she just said, are I don't all like of your it. daughter's friends single or they, are they all married or she doesn't want, she, she's in with some, she's in with some happiness or companionship. Like why did she not want to throw away the bouquet? I think she just thinks the whole thing's kind of stupid and didn't want to do it. I think that's that, fair. I think going further than that. I think, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. It's kind of a silly, right? It's, you gotta it's say all you have is your daughter yet, on a higher here. level. I agree. Was your daughter on a higher level even comfortable having a wedding, or is that stupid too? No, like, she, like a lope. Good question. She, um, I think she loved the wedding. I think, but I think the the ceremony and some of it. I think she would. That wouldn't be her thing. That's the uh, the the pomp and circumstance. Is that pomp and uh, is that what they call it? Uh, all the all the stuff. I think she wanted very simple. I'll say it that way. Honestly, she, doesn't, she doesn't like being the center of attention, right? I, is that, that fair? That's fair too. I yeah. think Ironically, she... the one thing I did hear about your daughter's wedding was that there were lots and lots of fireworks. But <laughs> <laughs> bring it all together. We, we had sparklers. We had sparklers. They uh, were fireworks but... metaphorically. No, we won't get into that. We won't get. Into oh, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, okay. Then, then whatever. Now I I'll mean, edit it was that like all exciting. out. Yeah, it was exciting. I was yes in my in go. my mind there were yes. Fireworks. Where do you think he was going with this, Dave? I, I don't know where he went with that. He went to a dark place. <laughs> Jeez. I, well, in case, I, well, anyway. All right. So the second thing, yes. uh, we, we didn't do the garter belt off the line. Yeah. Well, that was natural. If you're not going to do the throwing of the bouquet, you don't do the garter belt. They're one and the same. They're, they they tend to follow each other. Yeah. And I okay. think it's stupid, too. I'm with you. All right. We did not have a DJ. Do you have a band? No. We played a playlist off of the groom's phone. <laughs> okay, gonna... I'm gonna I'm gonna say something right now, <laughs> and it's gonna be in support of what you just did. Oh yeah. Okay. Now that we have digital music, anyone can be a DJ. It's incredibly simple. Well, I I don't know how much a DJ would cost. We got speakers that we were not expensive or we just borrowed speakers for the wedding. I looked up a playlist of wedding dinner songs and it was just, you know, Frank Sinatra and stuff. that was just perfect. And then the groom had a playlist that he wanted to play for the dancing and stuff like, so he wanted his music and he did that. And it cost, you know, nothing. Because you could, there's actually DJ apps, which if you put the playlist in and the order you want, it'll actually mix the songs together. So there's no gap and it's, it's, Ridiculous. You don't need it anymore. Now, in the old days, when you had albums and cassettes and even CDs when, before yeah. digital music, you needed a DJ. You needed someone to man the station to make sure that certain songs were playing at certain times. But you don't need that anymore. It's, it's completely unnecessary. Now, when you do like the daddy-daughter dance, you have to be 
someone's going to go and queue that up. Okay. All right. So yep, you were able did. to do that. And, yep. Okay. My, my son, yeah, John on the spot. Yep. Played no the reason right to have a DJ. I agree with you 100%. Overrated DJs. We didn't have a program. I don't. I don't think it's up to you guys to. Um, this is interesting. What the hell, What the hell do you guys know about getting married anyway? You know, I mean, it's up to the bride and the groom what they want to do. And it's I, what they I, wanted I, to do. That's Josh, what he's telling you. Josh, he's telling you what Joshua, they chose to do. Joshua. Yes. Call me crazy. But you're crazy. Tell me if I'm wrong here. But I detect that David and his and mom and dad were directing what they wanted for this Ooh. wedding. Interesting. Hundred no, percent false. Interesting. So, but uh, these are all coming. These are all coming from your daughter and yes. her fiance at the time. In fact, yes. In fact, I told the well, other family. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. But what the uh, point is is that you know we did all these things that weren't sort of in the tradition that we normally do it, and it worked out great. Like I just and I felt like boy, we could probably go even further. Like I, I think as a as young girls do picture themselves in the white dress and everything, but it's really uncomfortable. They can't wait to sort of get out of it. Like I was thinking, like, what if we just ditch that part? Like, is is that even now? Again, that's not you can. Part, but and do people like? I I feel like they the pressure do. to buy the really expensive, uncomfortable dress for those pictures. I went to a wedding once actually where everyone was required to wear white, and the bride came out in a bright red dress. That's, that's interesting. interesting. That's bizarre. Yeah. All right. Was it, well, whatever. Whatever. Gosh. Called, it's called fashion. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's what it's Zing. called. It's called countercultural. But we didn't have a program either. Ever see that? We just we people walked in and By sat way, down I, and was like, you just sit. I'm cool Russian. with that too. Are you? The All right. Okay. All right. On a All roll. Right. We had no seeing assignments. We had. Uh, it was actually a very relaxed wedding. It was about as chill and. Um, I'm gonna tell you something. I went to a, a wedding buffet? once. Was there a free buffet? Free buffet? <laughs> as opposed to yeah. what? They actually put in an order with Madge and not, she brought no, them the listen, food. Listen, they paid listen, for there's it? No, listen, there's no DJ. God knows where they're cutting costs. <laughs> we 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 supplied the food and the drinks so we, we did do that that was we splurged on that one <laughs> i went to a wedding where there was the first one i went to was no assigned seats and i gotta tell you it was awesome I oh yeah. yeah yeah it was great you sat wherever the hell you wanted which is kind of how it should be except for the people in the wedding party that sat at the front of course right we yeah. didn't do that but yeah it was just you know that way people can kind of be comfortable with how they want to sit yeah because no, no, and then wait, 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 wait. I, I can't just gloss this over okay like look josh has a particular set of skills it's very limited but there <laughs> are a set of skills one of those skills is you put him at any table of people it can be people who are have been dead for a few hours or or people who are on the spectrum or people who are just normal engaging human beings or some variant thereof. And Josh can have the time of his life. I can middle. Most people, he's yeah. on the he's on the he's on the tail, David. The fat part of the curve for the normal distribution of wedding attendance, it, this is a fact, normally need a so, some kind of a social lubricator or wow. some type of social intimacy or comfort with people who they're at. Table I'm going to say this, and not because you complimented me, but that is an, an amazingly uh, astute point. Well, I, but I think he he insulted you in there too. I think he, he was. He did, but I didn't hear that part. I flushed yeah. that out. I only <laughs> took the part where he complimented me tremendously and said I'm the best middler ever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a very good point. But he also, Dave and 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 family, might not care that your table sucks. Yeah. Well, Omar, what do you th- are you a traditionalist with with weddings? What, what do you? Tradi- he's not a traditionalist with anything. Well, well, no. My view on weddings is everything that you should do should be in the best interest of the bride and the groom to make, to make their lives as easy as possible. So whatever they want to do, it's it's the best idea fucking ever. Yeah. If they don't want to have seating arrangements, that's fine by me too. I agree. Like I agree. It, whatever they want to do, because everybody, all they want is for everyone to not have a have a bad time and enjoy themselves and there'd be and for there to be no drama. Yeah. Like, well, and everything else is a responsibility on each of us who are invited. By the way, I've never been reinvited to a wedding before, but for the record, you've crashed every wedding you've been to. Uh, no, I've been, I crashed probably three or four weddings. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do that. 
Can you imagine no, a crashing could, a wedding? I, no, I could not do that. That's yeah. uh, weddings are expensive, and they're time. You know, it they they very easy for me to crash a wedding because all I gotta do is wear a tuxedo, and everybody assumes I'm part of the help. <laughs> 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 I get in very easily. That that's true. Well, <laughs> just to cap up my topic, I did do the toast, and I sent it to you guys. And, it was very uh, good. It was I good. was I was happy. I was, was nervous. I, I I yeah. Thank you, Omar. Uh, when you listen to it. Uh, I, I hope you still think so. So, but it, what was funny? <laughs> I, I, I I put way too much importance on it because I think because of you two guys. Like Josh, you're like the the wedding toast and roasting king. So I was like, I gotta <laughs> represent here and do this well. Well, I think everyone it's like Dave and his speech. We gotta get ready for it. Like it's such a big deal. And I thought, oh man, Wait, I'm sorry. Can, I'm can I tell? Hold on. Can, go ahead. My ego go over first I, I, I didn't get to you, Omar. I, it applies I mean, to you. I have I have sang over 70 weddings, which includes, by the way, giving toasts and speeches. Right. Or listen, no one's doubting your abilities. Omar. Yeah, I, uh, I just ex- except for people who've heard you sing, but no one's doubting your other abilities. Um, what Dave is simply saying is he put a lot of emphasis on it. And I'm going to say I'm going to come back and say you should have. And I'm going to tell you why. How many times have you been to a wedding where there's been speeches and they're just generic Right. boring speeches or they're inside that, jokes that nobody understands or they go on yeah. and on. It's, it's part of the, it's part of the whole reception. Yeah. Why would you not want that just as good as everything else? And so you should, you should put a lot of emphasis into it and make it entertaining for everybody. Otherwise, what's the point of you holding the mic? I agree. And I would say, this is what credit to you, Omar, is I wanted to put my stamp on it. And when you've emceed your conferences and uh, that you've put together, you're not doing generic stuff. You're doing yourself and you're you're making it funny and like making well, I it punch memorable. those up. I punch those scripts up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I felt like I needed to represent well and I put a lot of uh, effort into it. And I but now that I saw it, I like now I want to like do it again because I have some changes, which always. Is, yeah, but always. Oh, always, always. But you did a great job. I, I got to say, I thought it was I thought it was a great mix of, of funny and then sentimental and uh, the only thing was you know, the tissues. You bought a you bought a six pack of tissues. Oh, you did do box. that. Oh, I love yes. it. Yes, <laughs> instead of just one box, he he took out like a whole Costco uh, thing, like a, a, a fifty run? of them. Is it a home run? It, it it was funny. Well, I asked my sister because I didn't get it in time. She would like if she had any in the hotel room that just the box that sits on the sink, right? Yeah. And she said, "Yeah, I'm sure." And she said, I couldn't find any, so I went to like Costco or Walmart, and it's it's four boxes plastic wrapped. He bought the whole like, thing out. It was a bulk, yeah. Instead of just one. <laughs> That's funny. It hit, though. It hit. It hit. All right. Omar, do you want to go next on your topic? Well, look, David, I think that one of the things that I did not say to you last time uh, about your speech was that ultimately you could have shown up with you know stained underwear on, and it wouldn't have mattered. Because ultimately – Right. The only true barometer of, I believe, any father and mother is the quality of their children and your daughter's amazing. So that's the greatest sort of. And besides that, what more do you need to say about yourself? Right. So the speech, the speech that was needed enough. to be. I, sorry, yeah, I my, my daughter could cure cancer. I needed this speech to kill. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I hear what I you're saying. And I'm going to disagree with you, Omar. There's uh, parents of serial killers out there. To Listen, we tried our best, and it's a reflection on them. Yeah, that's so it, true. Some, some, sometimes your kids do stuff that, uh, you know, that you sometimes don't have control over. So. But I was very proud. Not, not my kids. Not my kids. No, they're wonderful. <laughs> I am very I am very proud. I don't know if they'll ever listen to this podcast because they can't roll their eyes hard enough with all the stuff that I do. Um, so they would never make it to minute uh, 30 here. But if I do, then I'm very proud of them. And that was great. So I appreciate you guys hearing me through my wedding stories. I won't probably come back to it next episode, but you can. Uh, it's fair game. All right. Well, maybe we there's I've got more kids, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a chance. Yeah, I'm sure. I can't wait to listen to it. Omar, do you want to? <laughs> yeah, that sounded genuine. <laughs> yeah. Omar, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, I'll go next. So, um, this happened um on the last flight I was on, and we haven't spent. We we touched on different um streaming shows that we all watch together. And, you know, like, I think that, like, 
I, when I'm, I live in this house by myself and I play music all day and there's nobody else here to play for. So I, you know, that's when you find out what you really like to listen to. Right. And I play a lot of like country music, which is, you know, which makes me happy. It's just interesting. Oh, uh, that's what I listen to. But similarly, you know, whether it's Netflix or Disney or um, the other, um, you know, traditional streaming platforms, HBO, there are shows I gravitate to. And sometimes I actually watch the same shows again and again. And and um, and the one type of show I really, really enjoy is um, <laughs> is anime. I really like watching really? anime like Japanese anime. Yeah, it's Japanese inspired anime. And the shows I watch specifically are Interesting. they're actually the ones I, I watch the most are on um, Netflix. Like one's called uh, uh, Baki, B-A-K-I. Um, and another one's called uh, Kangoro Ashuro. <laughs> These are all ridiculous. Okay. But my point is, it's these ridiculous, incredible, like fighting anime movies. It's series, and I, and I just I'm obsessed with them, obsessed. And so so much so I can rewatch them. So um, be that as it may, I was on an airplane, and I wanted to rewatch Baki season one, two, you know. <laughs> Yeah. You want to fight uh, Biscuit Olivia, who's the strongest man in the world, or the U.S. Of course. Um, yeah, of course. His, his nickname is Unchained. Some of our audience may know this show. Um, anyway, so I'm watching it on my iPad on my in my airplane seat, and I and I, I all of a sudden I get really really uncomfortable because I think, oh my God, people watch see me watching this. Yes, yes. I think I'm like a pedophile or something. I can't <laughs> watch this. Yeah. So or something bad or whatever. Not I a pedophile, just a nerd. So I, but I stopped watching <laughs> it because of that, and I saw and I said I watched a, a series called Evil on CBS about like okay. poltergeist, like which was okay. But more importantly, like why do I still care what people think about me, especially on an airplane? It's just yeah. there's so many things wrong with this. Like, do you guys care what people <sighs> think watching on an airplane? It's so funny you bring this up because um, when I was just on a flight. I like to download shows from my DVR so I can catch up, right? And uh-huh. a show that I a show that I love, which I think I mentioned before on this on this podcast, is Naked and Afraid. I love Naked and Afraid, and they have Naked and Afraid XL is on right now, and I always find it a little. You should troubling. explain that show just in case no one. Uh, yeah, the good point. Good point. So basically, the, the, there's a um, they put people out in a very harsh uh, climate in the middle of nowhere. And they are they give them basically nothing and they have to be there naked for a certain amount of days to to accomplish the, the challenge. So it's nothing sexual about it. It's 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 pure just survivor. Uh, in, By the way, does anybody a, notice um, how David didn't ask me one question about the plot? Well, we're we're going to go back to that. Well, sure. yeah, no, we'll, no, we'll no. Go back to that. Give me a chance. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm we'll, we'll definitely go to go back to that because I'd like to talk about Baki. <laughs> but. but <laughs> But you asked a question specifically about airplanes and watching. So anyway, so I downloaded Naked and Afraid. I wanted to catch up, and I was watching an episode of Naked and Afraid. And look, uh, it's all blurred out. Their front parts, their boy parts, and the girl parts are, are blurred out. But their ass is not because um, it's on Discovery <laughs> Channel. So I'm, I think it's weird like, because no one hears the sound of what you're watching. They only can see the screen of what you're watching. So I like to think people know that I'm watching Naked and Afraid, but I always think like maybe there's some people looking over. Why is this guy watching dirty, dirty people naked in the woods? I don't, Footage I, of a naked person in the woods. Yeah. Yes, it's just it's, it's it's a little weird. So I I do feel like a little uh um little bit of secondary. I don't know what you want to call it. Secondary embarrassment or do you still watch it? Yeah, I did. I still watched it. But, you know, like like I watched. Um, oh, God. What was the show? like the boys? You ever watch the boys on oh, um, on great show? Love great, that show. Yeah, great, I am watching that great show. show right. So, yeah. so, so clever. It's so current. It's fucking awesome. It is awesome. But there's some nudity in it and there's some some violence and whatever. And I watched that on the plane, too. And whenever I whenever like nudity comes on, I, I kind of tilt my iPad like so the person next to me can't see it because it's, it's weird to watch nudity on a plane full of people even though it's it's not pornography it's it's a show but the show that has nudity in it so anyway that's the get back so i'm i am self-conscious about what i'm watching as other people are are, are, speaking, are watching speaking of nudity has anybody ever seen josh with his shirt off i have 
<laughs> Are you just uh, that only is directed toward me? You realize no one else can answer. Yes, has anybody? Fair. <laughs> There's only one person who can answer that. Uh, and Dave has two for the record. Yes, we've that's a, right. We were at a conference together. One, we were at a conference one time, a very uh, respectable conference, and we jumped in the pool and played volleyball in front of everybody that's, in their suits. Remember? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Omar, so you were embarrassed by the fact that you were a grown man watching a seven-year-old show. I mean, theoretically, like because I'm someone who's looks like he's in his 30s, but I'm indeed 50. <laughs> You know, I'm supposed to be comfortable and mature and like grounded and who I am, but I don't know anything. Like I'm still care. What do I care? But I still care. Yeah, it's natural. And, I think it's human nature. It's human nature it's to care. Very, very nuanced plot. There's another one called Death Note, which is also incredible. These animes are so they're they're as multi layered as like Breaking Bad or like Better Call Saul. It There's is, a reason it, they're popular. They're popular. Yeah. They're, they're very, very popular. Now, I've never seen anime, so I don't really so – what I – so like for me, from uh, someone who, who, has, who has no reference to it whatsoever, I just think it's Japanese cartoons for kids. Am I wrong? Is that not what it is? It's, it's a lot Correct. more intense and – Okay. Uh, adult, right. adult, yeah. adult, adult, adult animation in many ways. David, if you had a, if you had a wayward son, do you rather have them addicted to anime or addicted to watching a show called Naked But Afraid? <laughs> naked and afraid not naked but afraid they're naked and they're afraid i do have a wayward son that listens or watches anime there uh, you go there and, you and go. so he's in and it's it's interesting because i like marvel right i love star wars i love so, uh, lord of the rings a matrix marvel Harry movies Potter. have gone downhill ever since that scarlet johansson movie they're all terrible well that's nonsense uh, i think you're you're onto something there i agree but i watch it's every one because that's I've committed my life to every Marvel and Star Wars movie. I don't care how bad it is. I just just feed it to me. I, I will watch it. But anime, for some reason, is like a bridge too far. I don't know what it is. And I think I've tried. I, I've sat with my son and tried So you've to watch. seen it, Dave. You've seen it. So I, I have seen it. Okay. Some are what, show, what show specifically? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> right, I feel David, like the, David, the you, big ones. Do you like Dracula or vampires at all? I love them. Oh, yeah. Okay, of, so please, uh, I will watch. By the way, right now, one one season of a series you recommend me that I've watched. If you you have to watch this series, watch one season of a show called Castlevania. It's so also that's on, on Netflix, right? It is incredible. It's four seasons. You will you will be like, it's awesome. How long yeah. is an episode? How long is an episode? Thirty minutes. I'll do an episode. You know, it's it's like it's it's adult themed for sure. It's okay, not for okay. it's not a kid's cartoon. It's just like when they well, like when the fighting happens, it's a lot of like someone coming with lots of lines behind them, you know, and they're like, right, you know, with the hand that. out with a yeah. sword. And so and, and it like gets into kind of crazy time. And, and uh, but it is it's really and they can explore some really interesting ideas um, that I think comic books have done for a long time. The metaverse that they're doing now. But all kinds of things that you could explore, they've done through comics and and I think anime. But some of it is bizarre too. I is if there if there's a mainstream, do you like the mainstream stuff or do you as anything go? No, no, I don't. You know, a lot of the shows that Netflix recommends to me, I don't like. The ones I like are more. Um. I don't know. I'm, there's, uh, there's, it's the animation, I guess, as much as anything else. So they're more real, realistic looking anime, I guess, than the, than what you guys might be picturing. But like, it's Death Note, Castlevania, Baki, um, and Kengen Ashura, and then um, Ragnarok. Those are like my five favorites. So are, wow, that's a lot. So are there, <laughs> are there, are these not appropriate? You're for a big kids? nerd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Leonard. <laughs> well, um, you know, I is are these all shows or do you watch movies too? Because I'm no, no, no. These are all these are all series. Are they, series. Are, they are they are they appropriate for kids or no? No, no. Oh, so it's adults. No. Okay. Uh, is it They're subtitles? Like, yes. Or you can uh, have it like, like or you can subtitles. have it in English. Or, or no, no. Or you can have, have it. This, or you can have a dub in English. Yeah. Okay. Which, all right. That's better. Yeah. Uh, oh my. Not, look, watch watch a show called Death Note. Death so it's a okay. show. I was curious if you'd recommend sorry, series, a movie. Series, series. 
Right. Well, give us one to to watch, and we can come back to the podcast to comment. Death so Note. Death Note, so Castlevania. Death Note, Death Note is is incredible. It's right. about um someone who a kid who um by, and by the way it was made into a movie like recently uh the movie uh, wasn't as good an American movie called Death Note uh where someone is given the power of a book and any name he writes in the book dies. dies. Yeah, that's a pretty cool concept. Yeah, it, that it, kind of stuff. It's, a, it's an incredible, incredible, and the and the detective, are and the guy who's the who's the uh, who's the villain, their yeah. back and forth is I would argue, it's as good as any like villain and cop or detective dance I've ever seen in any real life series. It's incredible, incredible how good it is. All right, all right. It's it's very it's, very high yeah. bar. High, yeah, that's high uh, bar. I still not watch it on a t- on an airplane. So you, you watch love po- it. I love Pokemon. You watch I love Pokemon? it. I was so sad when it ended. It was only two two seasons, Death Note. But it is incredible. It is incredible. And basically it brings up some real interesting like moral dilemmas and like it's it's just incredible. Wow. Well, you know, I All grew right. up I grew up with, I guess, Japanese cartoons, right? Like uh you Voltron. Did? Voltron. I love and, Voltron. And like Speed Racer. This is before yes. your time, but Speed it's, Racer. No, I know Speed Racer. Racer X. Racer X, yeah, that was I, all I know, kind of Japanese car- I know cartoons, Speed, right? I know Speed Racer. Of course, I know Speed Racer. Speed Racer's animation might have been the worst animation ever. It was like a slideshow. Yeah, but that's it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't uh, full animation. There was no move. It was like picture, 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 then another picture, then another picture. Yeah, like there's, the, yeah. You don't see the car go around in a circle. You see the car there, and then you see the car Lines a little further, again. and then yeah. the car a little further. Yeah. I, is that right? I don't recall yes. that. We'll have. We'll have some yes. of these uh, shows mentioned in our show notes, David. Thank you. Okay. But I, yes. <laughs> I, I, I grew, I grew up. Do you even up. know what that means? <laughs> I don't know how to do it, but yeah, it's in the show notes. We'll just say that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I grew up on cartoons. Yeah, clearly. But not, but not, yeah, but, but not this type of animation. Like, yeah. You what know, was, what was your like, cartoons? So the Saturday morning cartoons. I'd wake up and watch cartoons all That's Saturday Olympics. morning. Laugh Olympics was great. Bugs Bunny, I love. I was a big Bugs Bunny guy. I love the Smurfs. I like the Snorks. I like the Snorks for the poor man Smurfs. You know the Snorks, right? No, they I lived. Don't know up- that one. I remember the Smurfs. The round, like the, the round heads. No, the the Snorks had yes, but they yeah, had the little were- blow thing up the top yeah, of their yeah, head. Yeah. They lived underwater. They lived on. They were Smurfs underwater, basically. It was a very lazy no, concept. No, that was how. <laughs> those were the parents of uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Is that no, right? they, no, that's not that's true. Oh. No, this is what happened. There's no truth to that whatsoever. Oh, I saw it on VH1 behind the music. It's true. Oh, all right. Well, Laugh <laughs> Olympics was genius, though. I was such genius. a good idea. You took the, all these uh, cartoons from, and they played Olympics, I guess. That's Hanna, Bar- Hanna Barbera versus the the villains versus the. It was awesome. It was. Scooby Doo was in there, had a team, right? And you know, there uh, was not. That was an '80s concept. There was nothing better than when two shows would would intersect, and you went, "Whoa, two shows are on one." You know <laughs> that, like, for probably like five years in a row, I went to something called the not the Laugh Olympics, but the Quag Olympics, and it was the same concept. We had two giant teams and co-ed teams, like 30 people. And there was egg toss, obstacle course, tug of war, basketball, frisbee golf, um, and tennis, uh, and dodgeball. And people would drink the whole day. And also, and the obstacle course was the last event. And people would get painted up in their teams and all like screaming at each other. Yeah, it's called um, Color War. We had it every year at camp, but it, it's really not a, a direct correlation to Laugh Olympics. <laughs> It was it was an Olympics. I'm was, sorry. Yeah. Yes. The, the only analogy there is you did a competitions against other teams, and that would be the only similarity between that and Laugh Olympics. Thank you for cutting. Yeah, thanks for playing. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. No, no. We all can't be winners. No, but your Laugh Olympics was a winner. I, I, I that is a. It, do you remember um the combining cartoons? Remember um. Scooby Doo. <laughs> yes. Please when, stop laughing. When the Globetrotters would Globe be Trotters, Scooby Doo, yeah. there was nothing better. Batman. Oh, this is so cool. That was the best. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those that were the good great. old days. But Scooby Doo, yeah. I love Scooby Doo. I loved uh, all those shows. Those, but the, the Saturday morning cartoons don't exist anymore. They don't do that anymore. 
Well, it's all on demand, right? Why would you need anything to be special on Saturday but morning? But even, even before that, I remember my kids growing up. It, it, you didn't have – Were like, you guys – I mean, have you guys – I mean, I know these book clubs and, you know, and the like, but it's peer pressure can be effective and can be used for good, right? And so I like the idea, right, of having someone who you trust enough to say, listen, I will commit myself to a season of a show if you commit to yourself to a season of a show that I recommend. And then you right. both do yeah, and we like, already agreed. We already agreed friend. to this about uh, two and a half minutes okay, so, ago. No, no, have Josh, we? Josh, have we? You committed to yeah. you committed to one episode, Josh. I want yeah, because I can't whole, do I can't commit to a whole season of anime. What if I hate it? Then I gotta watch. No, I want to give it three episodes. How many are in a season? Uh, not many, like eight. All well, right, you can you can get four hours. Eight. That's four hours. You can do it for you. You will love it, Josh. You will I love it. So f- I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna give it a go because of how much you talked it up. There is some downside risk here, right? But I'm okay with the risk, right? I did this with my friend Mike Tiedemann, and he gave me a terrible show. And I would <laughs> never, ever watch a show he recommends ever again. Was what was the show he gave you? Give me the show he gave you. Like um, Cave or something. It was some show on Netflix set in like Sweden. Dark. Where there was like a dark. That's it. Yes, dark. I've seen this. That's and the I most convoluted show. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I'm like, you know what? Tiedemann's a smart guy, at least on TV. I'm like, okay, this must be something that's worth like watching. And I, it was just terrible. It's very good, but I, I but it's the reason why he liked it because there was a character who had the last name Tiedemann, and that's what I realized. In <laughs> oh like, god, that's ridiculous. He wouldn't admit it to this day, but that's why. Anyway, his opinion means crap to me, at least in terms of these shows. I watched two seasons of Dark, and I had to have a. I went on the internet to find a diagram that put people's relationships together and i had to constantly watch that as every new scene who is that how i can't explain it without spoiling it but right it was so unbelievably complicated yeah definitely you guys will just be you actually be thanking me you're like i'm gonna give it a go i'm committing to a season i said i'm i'm committing to two episodes and if i like it i will admit to it and go on i I will try i will try i I, I give you my yeah, it's He's very hard. <laughs> it's very hard to commit to anime. It's a very, it's a, it's, a, it's a very a big unknown for me. I'm gonna give it a go. It's I really am because you talked it up so, so this highly. It's that magnificent. Like, you know, you can read the reviews of it as well. There, it's just an. It's probably, yeah, it's actually. You're say so I don't need the reviews. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Death Note. I'm on. And it. I think you should be able to watch it on a plane. I think the the coming back to your you know should you feel bad about watching I I think the only thing that I really don't want to watch on a plane with someone next to me is nudity that's really uncomfortable that's that's uncomfortable yeah it's funny violence I'd be like big deal which is probably weird but uh, I would probably let that go before but anime I would yeah whatever the I, I don't they don't probably care even if they were like what a dummy for watching cartoons I, i'll never see this person again so but don't but don't you always like if someone's watching i always like to see what other people are watching when i walk to the bathroom and i'm walking back and i can see everyone's screen i look yeah, at yeah, every, yeah. everyone's screen i want to know what everybody is watching <laughs> i don't know if i've ever done that i'm passed out so yeah well yeah you're 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 in la la land <laughs> <laughs> that's true all right well um josh do you want to go with your topic yeah, so this is something you guys have heard me uh, talk about before, but I want to bring it up because I have not talked about it on the podcast. But this goes to July 4th. So um, July 4th, you know, it's a big barbecue weekend, right? And we, we, we barbecued quite a bit, actually, on July 4th. And what I got a little uh, uh, perturbed about was the fact that, um, you know, all the cheese was American cheese. For some reason, that seems to be the standard cheese. And, you know, you know, you know where I'm going with this. Yes, I, I do. I, yes, you do. And and I just need our listeners to hear it too because I need I don't to know where I don't know where he's going with this. You don't? Okay, good, 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 good. Here's my here's my thing on this, Omar. American cheese sucks. It just does. And the fact that we put our brand, America, and we stamp it on there is embarrassing. It's a as and Dave's heard me say this, it's a first world country with a third world cheese. And what we are have the so- of American cheese, so to speak. Do we know? The origins of it, yeah. it's made it's made here. I mean, it's, it's why it's called American. <laughs> Literally cheese. in America. I, I, I don't know the origins of it. I don't know how it started. Maybe the maybe little Timmy Kraft uh, came up with it uh, in 1847. I don't know. 
but it's clearly here. It's nowhere else, by the way, which is the other thing. You can't get American cheese in Europe, but you can get all their cheeses here. Hmm. So that just tells you. Yeah, that just tells you something. And it's not like we're bad at cheese. That's the other thing that that I. I, I, Yeah, I'm going to blow you up here, Josh. Go ahead. Blow me up. Processed cheese that has become known as American cheese was first developed in Switzerland, not America. (laughs) Wow. Back in 1911. Cheese alchemist Walter Gerber. And Fritz Stelter heated up a mantle, which, by the way, is another word for Jews. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, Inappropriate. Geez. Unbelievable. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, heated up a mantle of hard Swiss cheese with sodium citrate in an attempt to create a cheese with a longer standing shelf life. Okay, so uh, this so even this yeah. this even goes further to my point. Traffic and marketing. Does. It actually proves your point. It does. Yeah, the, we the Swiss became the refer- to the processed the, variety. I'm sorry, guys. The Please. Swiss made it, and they didn't want it. They let us call it American cheese. It goes more to my point, and this is something. Thank you, actually, for looking that up because I had no clue the origins of. It. I just assumed it was it was a couple guys in a basement with a cow here in 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 America in the Midwest, but it's not. It's made in another country, and they said, you know what? This is pretty shitty. We don't even want it. You guys can have it. You know what? And, You're right. It's, it's a hot dog of cheeses. It's, uh, it's American cheese. It's a processed yes. cheese made by mixing cheddar cheese, washed curd cheese, Colby Thank cheese, you. and granular cheese, among other great ingredients. Okay. Hmm. Look, here's the thing about it. We can have American cheese, the cheese. I just don't want to call it American cheese because it's embarrassing that that's our national cheese. We put America's name on it. We have such good cheeses. We have Monterey Jack. We have cheddar. We have Colby. These are really good cheeses. Every one of those is better than American cheese and would be – we'd be more proud to put the American label on like, one of those. Is there something called Italian cheese or Swiss cheese? Swiss cheese there is, but there's German Swiss cheese. cheese. There, well, no. There's different cheeses from those regions. The only other one I could think of was Swiss cheese that throws yeah. a national national label on a cheese. I that, love Swiss cheese. Love it. I love Swiss cheese too. Yeah. So, so I looked online. You ready for this? You know that website Ranker? They rank everything. Okay. So they ranked 134 cheeses. <laughs> okay. 134 yeah. they ranked. Where do you think American cheese fell in their ranking? Right above Provel. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> I'm gonna guess 129. Uh, I'll say 76. Okay, look, there's a lot of bad cheeses out there. There's a lot of stinky cheeses and a lot of shitty cheeses. But they ranked 94th. 94th. That just goes to show you how shitty that cheese is. And for some reason, we keep using it. And I don't want it on anything other than a grilled cheese. I think it's somewhat acceptable in a grilled cheese sandwich. But other than that, it's a a low-rated – I'll go back to my beginning of this podcast. It's a bobo cheese, and we keep (laughs) using it. And we're putting our, our label on it, and I don't like it. Well, hold on, hold on. It, what's, what's the point of it, though, is like we need some kind of cheese to throw in these kids' lunch boxes that won't – like and sit in a locker. Like, Fine. Is that, right? That's Fine. I don't, like, m- I don't mind that it exists, but don't call it American cheese. It's embarrassing to this country. Let's call it Colby and make Colby American cheese or call uh-huh. it Cheddar and make Cheddar American cheese. Yeah. I'm Does I'm on board with calling cheddar American. It's thank you. Yeah, Ch- I don't know cheddar, who's got cheddar. Cheddar is far superior yeah. to American cheese. Everybody knows wait, it. Wait, wait, and, wait. I, yeah. the larger issue, I mean, Budweiser's America's beer. Like, I don't. That's why, different. Why do we have to have this elitist attitude about America? Not everything about America is the best. That's true. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying this is something we have control over as a nation. And by the way, Budweiser is a private company with a private label. American cheese is not a private company. There's plenty of companies that make American cheese, just as there's plenty of companies that make cheddar cheese. So someone decided sure. that this was going to be called cheddar and this was going to be called American, and they and and they screwed up royally. They picked well, listen, you can never go wrong. It's marketing. They're appealing to nationalism. But it's a bad cheese, Omar. It's a bad representation of what we can well, do in the Josh, world of cheeses. If we sucked at cheese, if we were a shitty nation of cheese – I get it. This is our best. Here we go. This is our best thing we can do. Sorry. And by the way, 
let's go back. American cheese really is the yellow mustard of cheese. That's what it is because yellow mustard's for kids. No adult should be eating yellow mustard. Eat brown <laughs> mustard like an adult. Uh-huh. And Amer- American cheese is for kids. Kraft Singles is for kids. No adult should be eating that crap. So people brought American cheese to your cookout? That's what. That's why you're upset about it's American cheese and there's nothing else. It's oh, you're just, just back cheese. to the American. Yeah. Yep. I, don't, I don't. The thing is, the, the reason it exists is because it's it's it has a high utility, a high shelf life. It's convenient. And honestly, that's part of the reason of its appeal. Right. It's I agree high. with all of that, but it shouldn't have our national label on it. It's the name that bothers. It's not the purpose it's the of the name. cheese. It's the, yeah, he wants it it's to be. It's the one name. Other, what else is called America? Okay, whatever. America's truck is Ford. No, no, no. America, but that again is a the private car. Right? It's a, is the it's rock? A, no, no, no. It's a. It's look. It's <laughs> the American flag. That's our best flag, right? Shouldn't our the American flag be our best flag? It is. It is our best flag. We haven't come up with a better flag. I haven't seen a better flag than that, right? So that's good. Whatever. American slap, Airlines. Great. It's our best airlines. I also think, David, if I could interject, Josh, I'm sorry to overtalk you. I just think (laughs) that you're looking at things to the scope of like like this elitism, like half the country probably loves American cheese more than anybody. They can continue to love American cheese. Website for the record, I think is funded by George Soros. So (laughs) I don't even know how legitimate. (laughs) That's that's two anti-Semitic things on this podcast. We're just going to (laughs) keep counting. What about Uh, American American Eagle? (laughs) American Express? Yes. Well, these are, again, a private companies. It's not a generic name for a product. So still, okay. doesn't it's, count. Uh, American Psycho? Isn't The Rock American champ? The Rock is America's champ. <laughs> and there's no one better than The Rock. He does it all. That is true. He does it David, all. David, that is a fair point. You know what it is? Here you go. Let's use that as an example. It was. It would be as if we named John Cena The Rock <laughs> and The Rock John Cena. That would be so oh, foolish. No, so I, foolish because yeah. John Cena is the American cheese of wrestling. of of wrestling and acting. He's not nearly as good as The Rock. The Rock is a better actor and a better wrestler than John Cena, and he's better looking. So John Cena is American cheese. Yet for some reason, Josh, you're saying if you if there's no cheese left and there's only American cheese for a burger, you won't have to put. Yes, I will use it. What I'm saying is there's so. That's what I mean. America's there when you need us. We're there. There are so (laughs) many cheeses. there are so many cheeses that are so much better than but they American banish. cheese. They don't meet their obligations. They don't pay their dues. You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't. They're not there for you. But American <laughs> cheese be in your fridge for six months, and when you need That's it, true. That's true. Night, one red That's night, true. That's true. Just like fucking America. That is true. <laughs> please, right now, David. Please, yeah. something. <laughs> I will give you if it was ranked based on shelf life. America is the cheese best. Is the James Brown of cheeses. Okay. <laughs> we, I said we it. we don't rank we don't rank food based on shelf life. <laughs> That's not how Gordon Ramsay chooses his products when he cooks. He doesn't go. This is the best shelf life. That's what I'm gonna use. That's well, seen in Rocky too, with you know, with Apollo Creed and James Brown and. Ah, uh, this is exhausting. It's exhausting, and I'm gonna go to the mat to, for this because <laughs> American cheese sucks. Should it exist? Yes. Verdict? You yes, are the it arbiter. Should. Uh, well, I want to point one thing out is that this story uh, goes a step further. There was a dinner or a lunch yes, or something yes. where Josh had dinner, the, dinner. Had, had had the wonderful experience of sitting <laughs> at a table with a five-star general. Yes, David Petraeus. Uh, I did it. I'll drop it. David Petraeus. Uh, so he – this man was responsible for the Iraq war maybe, uh, or Afghanistan, yes. like whatever. So uh, the people went around the table and could ask General Petraeus a question. <laughs> and what were you last – I was last, sitting, yes. And so Josh, I was sitting next to him. I was sitting next to him. The question Josh proposed to General Petraeus was, why do we call American cheese American <laughs> and cheddar cheddar? Why shouldn't we switch the names? He said yes. that to a general. Uh, because who, it was on the basis of national security and national <laughs> pride. And what better person to take my message to whoever the hell needs to, to, to fix this wrongful, wrongful mistake that we've lived with for centuries? Could you imagine if he said, listen, son. 
I've died. I've killed <laughs> thousands of people. I don't need your crap about yeah. cheese. Like, if you had done that, would you have been? You would have never told that story. But apparently, I was, laughed at it. I was willing to roll the dice on that. Yeah, one. that's that's some cojones there. I I would not have done it. I did. That's a true story. I did do that, and Petraeus loved it. And I actually told him before I said I even told him I go, you're gonna want to take out a pen and paper for this. <laughs> and he did. From his suit jacket pocket, he did. <laughs> I had to say, like, I uh, I went through this thing um a few weeks ago, and and when you and you ask a question, you do, you say uh, at first what your superpower was, and I was and I said that my superpower was um I didn't want to answer, and then I said uh, the ability to get in the rooms I have no business being in. Yes, and, I remember and, that answer. And for Josh, like Josh, I had to say this, like, you know. Uh, your opinion about, you know, American cheese, you know, aside, you are extraordinarily gifted at talking to uh, people who are famous. You're never, Jeez. ever starstruck. That's I mean, many the, the, the so, heap of praise so, that you're so <laughs> good at it. You're so that, good at it. The heap of praise that you have laid because they're people. They're just people just like us. They, you know, if you record, look at us. Record, I think David Erickson is the American cheese of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do I get the crap? Because you're always there for us, David. That's why. <laughs> That's true. My shelf life is amazing. <laughs> oh, Omar, the heap of praise I'm getting from you this this episode is just truly amazing. And I think that might be why you uh, put in a few uh, anti-Semitic uh, uh, quips there. Just to even out also, the uh, score. I'm also drunk and stoned <laughs> right now, so that might be. <laughs> that might do it too. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, then why can't you be nice to me when you're stoned? That's uh, um. Hmm. Look, American. Every man's. I I happen to view that as a very big compliment. The American cheese. One man's cheddar is another man's American. Is that what you're saying? That's, there you go. There yeah. you go. Oh my god. It's a horse god. of peace. Yeah. But let let me uh and on the last uh issue of cheese before we go uh it, where Dave lives in St Louis they have their own cheese. And it's called Prevail for those of you who've never been to St. Louis. And they put not it on provolone, right? Not provolone, Prevail, and they oh put it on their God. pizza there, and the people love it there. And it's the, the it's more disgusting than American cheese. It's the oh grossest thing you've ever had in your life. And I had blocked that out of my brain until you just mentioned it for the fourth time. And David, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I have a picture of you trying it for the first time. I, I had dinner with Dave and our friend Timmy, and it was horrid. It was horrid. It's, it's awful. It's awful. It's disgusting. It should never, ever be in existence. And and the people, they swear by it in St. Louis. And I keep telling them, if it was that good, if your magical cheese was that good, it would go out of St. Louis like every other thing that's created somewhere that people love and go, boy, I got to show this to everybody else. But it doesn't leave St. Louis. And there's a reason for that. It's gross. And there's the picture. Oh, you can't see it, oh, listeners. But it is Omar, Omar with a scowl. A scowl on his face. Scowl. And I love if, pizza. I had a pizza today, actually. I have, yeah, it was the it was the worst cheese I've ever had. It was the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. Well, Gross. and the problem is, is that people are trying to solve problems that they shouldn't. The only problem with food should be taste. The the American cheese is shelf life. The Provel cheese is they wanted to make a cheese that when you pull the slice away from the pizza, that the cheese would disconnect easily. Why would you want to solve Why that? Why would you do that? Right. But that, Mozza, mozzarella is glorious. Right. It is made for pizza. It is beautiful. No one has perfected pizza cheese more than mozzarella and the Italians. So don't screw with it. Well, that's what St. Louis did. They said, we want a pizza that will you pull it away easily. And it does. But unfortunately, it also sticks to the roof of your mouth, which is gross. Um, and, it, so. and it doesn't digest for 23 years is what David, I'm David, does your, David, does your family, does your family enjoy that cheese? No, we, uh, you know, this is a running thing in St. Louis that people from here love it. And there, he's not, not from, from there. He just lives there. But we moved here and had pizza from Emos, which is the local place that has That's it. Place, and we yeah. all were like, this, this pizza's bad. Something's <laughs> wrong with it. And uh, we, we, I, we went to return or call, and they said, no, 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 that's Provel. It's a little bit different. And I thought, why? I mean, we. Even the kids didn't who would love pizza on, on anything were like crying and and uh, it was mayhem. Uh, yeah, it was, this is this is this is also just a, this is called Tuesday night at the Ericsson's. A, <laughs> a, a right. town mayhem. a town in the in the Midwest in the United States should not be trying to tackle an Italian cuisine. Yeah, right. We got <laughs> should it. Should not be trying to. Yeah, thanks Italy, <laughs> but no thanks. I think we're, we we've we've one upped you. Yeah. No, uh, you haven't. 
you haven't. It's gross. That's 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 fair. Well, I thought it'd take a while. It, I don't know if you're aware of this, listeners, but there are probably five or six stories that Josh will cycle through on a regular <laughs> basis, and the cheese, the cheddar versus American is one. You've of heard them. before. You've, got you've heard four before. more to go. <laughs> yeah, you've heard that one before, but I couldn't resist because we hadn't talked about it on the podcast yet. And it yeah. just came up again with July 4th and the barbecue. And I went, enough of this American cheese. I can't do it. Can't when, do it. Is Fat Goalie going to come up soon? Uh, oh, yeah, that could be on the list. So Fat listen, Goalie. You, yep. be, be, be ready for that one. All right. That's another tease. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, what do you say? Wrap this up. What do we got to put in the show notes? Uh, all the anime, uh, the top 130 cheeses ranked. We'll put 134, that in the show notes. 134. I'll put the top 10 things we didn't include in the wedding. Uh, this is going to be a long task. This, for me. A, this is a long one. Yeah, this is a big one. I'll put another pot of coffee on. I'll, I'll get through it. Um, well, that's this has been fun, guys. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Definitely. Anything left for to say for the good? Omar, are you are you awake still? Thanks for... I, no, I was just thinking... Uh... Thank you for all the work that you put into editing the, editing this this. That's Josh doesn't do anything. Right. Um, right. I I send in my quips <laughs> and thoughts here and there. Thank you. But um, like I said, you're the American cheese of our podcast. Thank you. I guess uh, it was almost a compliment. I, you were heading toward a compliment, and then it sort of steered uh, left a little bit. That's and Omar, you are the Gorgonzola. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, we'll put it there. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you later. See ya. By the way, do you guys?